Hello, and welcome to Underneath the Hat Podcast. I am your host, author, entrepreneur, educator, Cherise Simmons. And this is season four of Underneath the Hat. Our theme this season is Speak Over Yourself. So I want to thank you all for joining me on another week of learning how to speak positivity over yourself and being transparent and authentic and vulnerable and just loving on you. Don't forget to subscribe and like on the YouTube page underneath the head podcast. You can check us out on all of the podcast platforms, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Also, don't forget to share, be engaged. You can um, post questions and comments. So into the session with Cash App, dollar sign, Y-L-A-A-T, 2017, or through Zelle with our email, underneath the hat at gmail.com. I am excited for today's word because it is really the premise and the foundation of how this whole podcast even started. Um, The word I want to focus on today is vulnerability being vulnerable being open and honest and transparent about your feelings um which for a lot of people is hard and i'll admit it was very hard for me now i know a lot of people believe in astrology and i believe that we do all have some type of characteristics of whatever our astrological sign is. And so I'm a cancer and cancers are known for being very sensitive, emotional creatures. Um, (laughs) uh, I giggle because I'm in a relationship with a Leo and he is such a lion. And compared to him, I am such a crab, uh, very small, and tiny people tend to overlook us at times but we can make a grown man cry when pushed into a corner and forced to use our claws so i would say as a cancer i'm very sensitive very emotional at times and that's who i was years ago and then when i went through all of the different things i've gone through from a separation, which led to divorce, one divorce, and then another marriage, and then separation, and then another divorce, both because of infidelity. And then having all of the things that I went through with my infertility journey, which I'm going to talk about some today. Um, I went from being very vulnerable to being very harsh and abrasive and I had a wall up because I was tired of being hurt. And now that I've gone through therapy and my relationship with God has gotten stronger 
I can be who I truly am. I truly am a cancer at heart. I'm a softie. As much as I try to act hard, I'm a softie, but don't push me. As Cardi B's song says, be careful with me. Um, but I'm a softie. Uh, and I'm starting to come back to who I am originally and was originally before all of the heartbreak and pain and disappointments. So my guard is starting to come down now. And so my vulnerability level has increased dramatically from where it was just two, three years ago. And I'm actually happy about that because I miss the old Cherie. I miss the one who cried at movies and was very sentimental and sensitive and emotional. I know people don't like being emotional because they think if you show your emotions, you're soft. And I am a witness of people taking your kindness for weakness. But I have learned a lot of lessons in my vulnerable stages. Me being able to let my guard down and just feel. To me, vulnerability is all about feeling what you're feeling in that moment. That's what being vulnerable is to me. Feeling what you're feeling in that moment. Not brushing it under the rug. Not stifling your tears. Giving yourself a migraine and a headache. Not pushing it down until you go tick, tick, boom, and erupt like a volcano. That's what I was at one point in time. I was a volcano. I would just push stuff down and wouldn't deal with it, wouldn't talk about it because I was so concerned about what other people would think about me until eventually one person would say the wrong thing and I would explode and then end up exploding on the wrong person. And it ends up making you sick in the process. All of this storage of feelings and emotions that we keep bottled inside because we're afraid to be vulnerable. We're uh, afraid to wear our heart on our sleeve. We're afraid to be who we are. And it causes not only damage to the person that ultimately probably wasn't the reason for the anger and the animosity that we spew out once we get to our breaking point. So it's just best that we have those vulnerable moments because I have realized that my greatest lessons have come from me being vulnerable, case in point. Um, those that don't know, know that I've written two books underneath the hat, which this podcast is based off of. And it's that size for a reason, which talks about my journey through infertility. So me, as I stated earlier in the podcast, this podcast has been an opportunity for me to be vulnerable, for me to be transparent, for me to share my feelings. Those that have known me know that I'm an introvert. And so I don't do a lot of talking. I've never been a talker. People think I'm an extrovert now, but because of the field that I'm in, the career that I have, 
me having my mentoring program, young ladies at all times, and being an educator and an administrator, I have to talk to people. I have to network. But this podcast originally started with me sharing my, being able to share my story and tell my testimony. Because if you've been with me all four seasons, you know one of my sayings is somebody's breakthrough is in your testimony. And me keeping what happened to me to myself is really cheating somebody else out of realizing that they're not alone. I've suffered in silence before. I know how it feels to feel that you're the only one that is happening to. And so you feel like you're alone. And sometimes we can do things and say things to ourselves and other people because we feel like we're by ourselves. And so this podcast served as a a vessel for me to be able to be vulnerable and to tell my story. I didn't care how many people heard it. I didn't care how many people viewed it. I was just doing what God told me. And that was to put my story out there on YouTube. And then it went from being on YouTube to being on all of these podcast platforms. I don't even check, check my analytics to see who's been watching, how many people have watched. I just record them every week and send them out. And if it helps one person, then I've done what God has told me to do. That my testimony has been a breakthrough for someone. Well, as I said before, when you're vulnerable, that's when the biggest blessings and miracles happen. This afternoon, I got an email from someone who was responding on the YouTube page of Underneath the Hat. And we ended up having a good conversation going back and forth. Her name is Audra. And she reached out to me and told me that listening to my story of me going through my surgeries is helping her to decide what she wants to do. And that me sharing my story has given her the courage to potentially go through with the surgery. She also said something that made me feel like I wasn't by myself. Um, she had mentioned these leg nerves issues. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought I was the only one that was having those. Now, I ended up having these on my left. It started on my left side and my left thigh um, where it always felt numb. And when I went to the doctor about it, because then it spread to my right thigh, no matter what I took, what I did, it always felt numb. Even to the touch, it would feel like prickly, like somebody was poking me. And so this happened for months. Like it's subsided substantially since then, but it's not fully gone away, at least not in the left side, in the left leg. And the right side is not, I don't feel anything. Even now feeling it, I don't feel anything on my right side, but I do feel a little bit on my left. It's not as bad as it used to be, but it always felt numb. And that was the first time that anyone had ever said anything about the feel that nerve feeling going through that process. 
So even her sharing her testimony with me after telling me that my testimony was helping her, she was helping me as well. And that all stemmed from me being vulnerable enough to tell my story. Now, if you've gone on my YouTube page underneath the hat, you've seen my, I've chronicled my IVF cycles, my hysterectomy, and from me giving myself shots to me going in for the egg retrievals to conversations and my feelings after the egg retrieval failed. Um, so I've been very open and vulnerable and transparent about my cycle through infertility, so much so I even wrote the book available on Amazon, wherever books are sold. If you just type my name in, in Amazon, both the books will come up. But I was very open and, and vulnerable about how I felt. And so hearing from Audra today, just let me know that one person has heard your podcast. One person has seen your YouTube page. So even when I want to give up, God always sends that one person, that one confirmation to let me know you're doing what you're supposed to do. You might not get a lot of likes. You might not get a lot of views. Your numbers may not look like everybody else's, but you're doing what you're supposed to do. And so I'm going to keep doing it until he tells me to stop. And so that's my word for this week. Vulnerability. And those, I know it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard being vulnerable. It took me a while. And I still struggle with it sometimes, even now, in this new relationship that I'm in. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. Because you don't want to be hurt. You don't want to be hurt. But I can't hide who I am. Crazy story. Sunday, we went to a haunted house. His favorite holiday month is October and Halloween. And so I had to mentally prepare myself that I'll be going to these haunted houses. Okay. Now he calls me thug. Okay. Because of this <laughs> exterior I put up, this wall I have up of thinking, acting like nothing bothers me. And he went to this haunted house. And I was cool outside the haunted house. I thought I was going to do well because I went to one last year with my sisters. And I was strategic in what I did. I sent my, I played the older sister card and sent both of them in first so that I could see what was going to happen before it happened. I'm the type of person, I don't really like surprises. Don't be sneaking up on me. I don't like the dark too much. Like I sleep with the TV on. Um. Don't be doing no extra stuff. Like, I need to know what's coming, where we're going. When I'm in a room, I know my escape route, exit plan for everywhere I'm going. Like, I don't play these games, okay? Because I got stuff to do. And so we went into this. <laughs> we did the 13th floor haunted house in Schiller Park. And as soon as we crossed the threshold and I'm put in this room, 
I started to panic a little bit. He's like, babe, we got to go. We ain't went in yet. We got to go in. Needless to say, these curls was all up in my face. My head was down. I think I was bent over like the hunchback of Notre Dame the whole entire time because all I saw was the floor. If my eyes ever opened, all I saw was floor. I didn't see nothing from his waist up. And he was responsible for carrying me through this whole entire place. And I was praying to Jesus. I was doing Hail Marys. I was telling the Lord, if he just gets me out of here, I'll never go back in. I was telling him I had stuff to do. Lord, have mercy, help me, Jesus. At one point, my guy was saying that the ghosts and the people in that work it were laughing at me and asking if I was okay. When I left out, I had a hot, about three, four hot flashes while I was in there because having the hysterectomy, before the hysterectomy, I was, I was having hot flashes. And then once the hysterectomy happened about two years ago now, the hot flashes stopped. Well, now they're back. They've been knocking me down with, with a, a mighty wind these last couple of weeks. And I had about three or four of them up in this dang old haunted house. And so I was sweating profusely. My curls were sticking to my head, my forehead. My glasses were foggy because I had a mask on because it's still COVID. I don't care what's going on. And you got me in this confined area with these people I don't know. I had my mask on. And I'm sweating. I, I looked like I was slain in the spirit by the time all this was over. And I was just falling in his arms. And when we left out, all I heard was, is she okay? Is she okay? And so much so, I had to lay down in the car. Like, I was going to drive back home because I thought I could. But I couldn't. I ended up laying prostrate <laughs> in the back seat for a good 10 minutes to the ride home. And then I had the window open, almost called pneumonia because my whole head was wet from sweat. It was a whole thing. But the whole point of that was I had to be vulnerable. And finally, my guard was brought down because I wasn't the big Billy bad person. I kept trying to make him think that I was. I wasn't this thug that I kept trying to convince him that I was. The real true cancer Cherie came out in that haunted house and it was good to know that i had somebody there who could have left me said forget this i'm gone could have cussed me out now he did laugh at me and that's fine i would have laughed at me too but he stayed with me he supported me he protected me he got me from the entrance to the exit and back home safely so he cool with me. So all that is saying, being vulnerable will show you who's really in your corner. If you let your guard down a little bit and just feel what you're feeling in that moment, it's a way of weeding out the people who need to be in your life. Because I would have felt a certain type of way if he had just left me there when I needed him most. So even though being vulnerable is scary and it makes you feel unsure 
and you're not in control, which is my problem with it, you're not always in control of everything. The good thing about it is that it can help you to know who really has your back, who's really in your corner. So it can serve as a barometer, a thermostat or a thermometer to help you figure out who's for you and who's against you. But we have to be have those vulnerable moments where we can just relax, relate, release and be who we are and show who we are so that we can know who really has our back. So I want you all to practice being vulnerable this week. At one point in the week, try to show your vulnerable side. May not include crying. It could just be you letting your guard down a little bit, having a conversation about something, telling someone how you really feel about them without the attitude, without the roughness, without the abrasiveness, without the sarcasm. That's my thing. I'm very sarcastic. But just being soft and gentle and just letting a person know how you really feel. It's okay. It won't hurt you. I promise. So I want to again thank you all for tuning in to Underneath the Hat Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and like the YouTube page, Underneath the Hat Podcast. And check us out on all podcast platforms, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Also, go ahead and leave those comments. They come directly to my phone. So I am Johnny on the spot when it comes to responding. I want to hear from you. Tell me what you think of the show. How has it helped you? How have you practiced some of the words that I've shared with you about speaking over yourself. And don't forget to check out my two books, Underneath the Hat, and it's That Size for a Reason, My Journey Through Infertility. Just type in my name, Cherie Simmons, on Amazon and wherever books are sold, and they should pop right up. Again, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to the podcast. And remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat. Have a great week and I will see you soon. Bye.